It's the Happy Families Podcast, the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now. I'm Dr. Justin Coulson, and I'm joined by Luke and Susie, husband-wife, radio team, three young boys. Today, well, it's all about how we're going. In Australia, we seem to have dodged, at least at this stage, the worst of COVID-19, at least from an illness perspective. But the impact that it's having on people's lives from an economic and social perspective is big. Had a conversation with a friend recently whose business has completely evaporated. In fact, I've had several conversations with people whose livelihoods have utterly disappeared. Sadly, tragically, I've also had conversations with people who have lost loved ones to suicide uh, because, at least in part, of the challenges caused by social isolation or financial distress. Extraordinary financial distress as businesses are closing and people are literally losing everything. And so uh, we decided that we needed to talk about some of the challenges that come into this conversation. We won't get too heavy, I promise. In fact, to kick it off, Susie reflected on a funny exchange that the three of us had when we opened our Zoom connection and chatted prior to recording. You asked us how we're going and you let us just tell you everything that's going on. But did you notice we didn't ask you back, Justin? (laughs) I did notice that, but that's okay. That's what I do. I listen to people as they tell me how hard their lives are. I'm okay with that. I actually, at the moment I, he, he asked and we started answering, I thought to myself, oh, we, need, we need to ask him back. I wonder how he's going. But I went, no, but he's a professional psychologist. So, so I'm just going to take this as free therapy. <laughs> do, do people take that for granted that you are presumably fine because you have strategies to manage at this time, Justin? I've never really thought about it much. I just figured the whole world was selfish except me. I'm just I'm just kidding. No. The the challenge of the time is that COVID nineteen, the isolation, everything that's going on is a common human experience. Everybody is facing the same thing. And I saw someone talk about the fact that we are not in the same boat. We're in the same storm. But given that we are in the same storm, it's not like we can complain because everybody else's complaint is the same. What do we do, Justin? Yeah, everybody's kind of under threat, I guess. And I use the word threat in a really general way. We're, we're under threat from the point of view that we're worried and stressed about the same sorts of things. Uh, maybe not everybody's losing a job, although a heck of a lot of people are. But a lot of people are worried about what's going on with school and their children adapting to life at home and then readapting to life at school. And, you know, you've got all of these challenges where we're in isolation. We don't know what's coming next. We don't know if we can go on a holiday with our family at Christmas time. Uh, you know, there's, there's so much unknown. And what we normally do when we're facing the unknown is we reach out to someone and say, hey, what would you do in this situation? I'm a little bit stuck. We call that psychological distance. You know, the person we're talking to, because they're not in what we're in, they're able to see things with more perspective, with more rationality and objectivity, which means they sound so wise because we're so emotional and unable to think for ourselves. But because everybody's, like I said, under threat, everybody's feeling some version of what is going on with this global pandemic, no matter who you talk to, uh, there's that sense of unease, that sense of discomfort, that sense of lack of certainty. And so what I think we really need to be able to do is start to rely on what's going on inside ourselves and create a sense of psychological distance intrinsically because the reality is we can't rely on the people around us. Yeah. Mm. And that's not because they don't want to be there. It's it's as much because of 
we don't feel that they're not necessarily offering that in the same way. We second guess everything, or we don't want to be the whingers when they're they're going through it as well. Well, that's right. We want to be sensitive to their circumstances, but we also recognise that even though we're all in the same storm, I love that metaphor, Susie. Uh, everybody is experiencing it in a slightly different way, but everybody's experiencing it, and that's that's the great challenge. It's not that they don't want to help; it's just that when you're all in it together, it can be hard to create the distance. And and I think that's something that I can be really useful for in helping people to create that distance, step away and take a breath, see things rationally, and then dive back into the fray in an effective and useful way. So some people have accused me in my life of being psychologically and emotionally distanced from other people, but how do I do it from myself, Justin? How the heck do we pull that off? Well, I want to use a parenting strategy first, and then we'll apply it to us as grown-ups. So there was a, a really clever bit of research done a handful of years ago over in the United States where some researchers sat down with kids and asked them about their favorite superhero. Then they induced a degree of uncertainty. You might even say some worry or stress. They gave the kids these challenging vignettes and and scenarios to kind of work through they gave half of them the question uh, well what would you do in this situation they asked the other kids what would your favorite superhero do so let's just say the superhero was batman they said what would batman do in this situation and this the circumstances might have been having a hard time at home with a parent or a sibling or you know struggling at school with an exam or you know just just everyday run-of-the-mill kinds of things and what happened was that the children who thought about what batman would do they created a degree of psychological distance that helped them to come up with more creative and more useful solutions to the challenging situations they were in than the children who were just imagining what they would do in that situation themselves. In other words, imagining what Batman would do helps us to see things from a different perspective and usually come up with a more useful way forward. It doesn't just work with kids, though. It works with us as grown-ups. So... Luke, I'm not going to ask you, you know, what would Batman do? But I might say to you, think about somebody that's really level and balanced that you look to as an example. What would they do in this situation? Oh, and can you channel that person? Yeah. Balance. I was just trying to look for Sue's, but then I went, no, maybe that's not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's interesting. It's an interesting thing. And even just down to who would mm. I choose? Who do I want mm. to be in this circumstance? Who would I reach out to this? And that's a fascinating thing. Well, see, the other really cool thing about this particular psychological distancing strategy is that I could give you a list of all the different things that you need to do when you're feeling under pressure to, you know, step one, step two, step three, step four, so that you can deal with the circumstances in an effective way. But once you're in the circumstances, you forget those steps because there's so much pressure. Whereas when I just say, think about, now now for me, um, Wally Goddard is a mentor of mine. He's a professor of family life development uh, over in a university in the United States. And he's guided me so well for so many years. And so I just channel my inner Wally. I think, what would Wally do right now? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I've channeled my inner Wally for many years, <laughs> but a different Wally, I'm assuming. <laughs> and, and, and what it does is it makes it really simple for me to just step into almost his character, and it helps me to be rational and calm and level. Now, there's an extension or a, an alternative version of this, and I've had many parents say this to me, so please, this is not an ego thing from my perspective. It's just a useful strategy that people do to create some psychological distance. When it comes to dealing with challenges with our children, for example, we tend to treat them differently in the shopping center to how we treat them in the living room. 
when hundred percent, yes. Yeah. <laughs> imagine that you've got an audience in your living room. A lot of people say, Justin, I just imagine that you're in the living room watching me discipline my children, and it changes everything about the way I interact with them. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, we're creating some psychological distance. But it's like we take more responsibility for thinking through our actions more when we do that. When we're conscious of people watching us, we do take a little bit more time, uh, take a breath and kind of think what actually is going to look good here (laughs) as opposed to just kind of going for the easiest thing to do at the time, which isn't necessarily best for us. For example, dealing with overwhelming stress, it's probably not best to just sit down in front of Netflix because it's not going to instill any value or worth into you. It's not. But let's face it, Susie, sometimes it feels really good to do that. And, and you know, and I know, that sometimes that is just what we need as a pressure valve release. Yeah. But both of us also know that if we use that as our consistent go-to strategy today and tomorrow and the day after, we're going to end up ruining ourselves and our families. We've got to come up with better strategies. I mean, I, I actually got the initial idea before I went into the research on this from listening to a podcast about a military commander who talked about in the heat of a battle, literally in the heat of the battle, the person who's the commanding officer needs to try to get to higher ground or try to move at least a couple of metres back from the battle to see things from a different perspective and be able to think about the best strategy to employ moving forward. In other words, they get out of the moment somehow, literally physically moving themselves backwards. And we we can't always do that when we're dealing with the challenges that COVID-19 is presenting for us emotionally and psychologically. We can't do that in a physical way, but we can do it by imagining what Batman would do or channeling our inner Wally or imagining that there's a parenting expert in our lounge room watching us as we deal with a challenging child. Who'd have thought that WWJD had some psychological uh, distancing benefits? Mm. The old, <laughs> what would Jesus the do? Maybe Creek yeah. was all about psychological distancing, Justin. And, and I love that because, and I've had a number of people who have got strong faith backgrounds use that analogy as well. And I think it's a really, really useful one. If you've got a faith background, regardless of where you're coming from or how you're doing it, if we can channel our inner faith foundation, if we can channel that inner person that we look to as an example, we're simply going to be better people because of it. And we don't have to memorize the steps. We just have to step into that persona and it changes the way we relate to other people. Well, what would JC do? Hmm. What would Dr. Coulson do? Yeah. (laughs) I do have those initials. You're right. It's interesting. It's counterintuitive that that something like that, something so simple as as sort of trying to put someone else's shoes on is actually kind to ourselves in a beautiful way. Thank you, Justin. We appreciate the advice. If you've enjoyed the podcast and found it helpful, it would be so wonderful if you would go to the Apple Podcasts uh, podcast app. I don't know what it's called. Just Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and a review because it's your reviews that help people to find the podcast and actually to have happier families. You might want to leave a review just like Clemo did who said, practical advice for improving the family, some great ideas for developing better relationships with your kids. Or Andrea, who said, I loved the podcast from the beginning, but since it's become the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now, it's made it even easier for me to listen to it on the go. So much great advice and information shared along with the stories and examples that make it easier to put the learning into practice. Love it. All five-star reviews. Really appreciate those coming through. Thank you so much to... Uh, Andrea, Lorna and Clemo for those reviews. Uh, If you'd like more information about how I can be helpful to you and your family, please visit happyfamilies.com.au or go to my Facebook page, Dr. Justin Coulson's Happy Families. 